Welcome to All About the Joy with Carmen. We'll touch base on any and all subjects, not just business, but the thread will always be the same. How to be better than we used to be, how to keep it real, and yes, doing our best to stay in a place of joy and positivity. So welcome. So I had a horrible sleep last night and part of it is because I was just tossing and turning and I probably should have just woken up and started writing because I was having so many different thoughts about so many different things. But I also know how I function. If I don't get enough sleep, I don't do so well in the morning. I really am someone who has always believed in the power of rest and sleep. But of course, when you're fighting it, it doesn't help either. So I was tossing and turning. And um, finally, this morning at about 630, I, I woke up and I realized I just need to write all of this out. And one of the things that was just bothering me was this idea of dreams. And I don't mean the dreams we have at night. I mean the dreams we have for ourselves and who we want to be in the world. I don't know if a lot of people have these dreams on a regular basis, but my entire life (laughs) since I was a kid has been, uh, I don't know if I'm going to use this word right, but predicated on goals, right? Just, I always have these goals and I need to achieve them. And then I move on to the next goals. And those goals slash are really these big dreams I have, you know. One of the things I can't handle very well is um, when I tell people what my dreams are, what my goals are, they say things like, but look at all you've accomplished, right? Because I get really upset that I haven't accomplished the goals I've set for myself, some of them from when I was a kid. And people will say to me, oh my God, but look at all you've done. Look at all you've accomplished. And what people don't understand is just because you've accomplished a lot in someone else's eyes, that doesn't mean that I feel that I have been successful because I have dreams that I haven't even been able to touch. And so some of the dreams or some of the things, let me back up, I'm sorry. Some of the things that I have accomplished to me are survival. But other people see those as huge achievements, right? So we all come at things from different points of view. So some people see that the childhood I had and the the circumstances which I found myself in as a kid without parents and on the streets and, um, you know, I can look at, I don't mean to blow it off that way. I just don't like to focus on that as the accumulation of my life's um, accomplishments. That's part of why I kind of blow it off. Plus I wrote a whole book about my childhood and how I was able to get through And I don't give myself all that credit. I credit the kindness and love of people um, and neighbors and people that were in my life back then. So 
people see what happened to me as a child and how I was able to maneuver through it anyways and not become a statistic and think that is some great accomplishment. And to me, it's survival. That is not an accomplishment to me. That is just something I had to do to get to where I needed to be, right? So, and plus, everyone has, I think, dreams, right? Whether it's, um, you know, people who dream to get married. I remember being like 16 or 17 years old, and all my friends at the time were obsessed with getting married, and none of them had boyfriends at all, right? But they were cutting out like China patterns, and they were cutting out, you know, all these different things or, you know, wedding dresses or whatever. And I was over there, you know, rehearsing and dancing and dreaming of being on Broadway, you know? So, um, but I, I think we all have dreams and ideas of who we want to be in the world. And the thing that was bothering me last night is I still haven't accomplished the things I wanted to accomplish. And how do I get there? And why haven't I? And, you know, a lot of things go back to this idea that if I only had X amount of money, I would be able to, to, to do all the things I want to do. And here's the thing. I know it's not about money. I mean, sure. Some of it is. Um, but at the end of the day, it really is about stability and security, right? It's about being able to do what you want to do without feeling like you might lose your home or you might uh, not be able to pay these bills or you might not be able to have food on the table because most of us might be able to spend more time accomplishing our goals if we had a foundation of security and um, okayness. And I know that. I know that part of my day is spent doing things I have to do in order to pay the bills or figure out ways to pay the bills because I have my own small business. So, you know, some months I make some money and some months I don't make enough, you know, and that's kind of how it works when you have a small business. And that weighs on you. And even when I was working full time, which is when I first started writing my book, it was hard. It took me years to write my first book because I was working 50 hours a week, you know, just trying to write a template. And so to me, it's just kind of how do you accomplish the things you want to accomplish, you know? And before COVID, what was happening, which was quite amazing, was I was able to book, and I did, I did a couple of speaking events in Boston after my first book came out. And, you know, I was getting more opportunities in that, and I was doing some of them for free. And, and then I had just booked another one, and I had, um, a meeting with, uh, a big time, studio, we'll just say that, <laughs> in case they ever come around again. And then COVID happened and nothing happened after that. So, and here's the thing, I don't blame COVID or whatever, because this is the business. You can have meetings with a million different people about your book and possibly having it adapted into a screenplay or whatever, or a business manager, or whatever, and then it falls through the cracks. I mean, most people who get to the next level have multiple opportunities and possibilities and they fall through the cracks. And that that's just the nature of this town and the nature of being a creative person. And I had just started and I had just had one. 
And so how do I get back there? How do I get that energy back, right? And it gets back to those dreams, you know? It gets back to that restlessness. How do I start not letting other things interfere with the track that I actually want to be on? And it's hard. I, I, I wish I had the answer, except that I'm sitting here having this confirmation, uh, conversation, trying to reach out and finding out how other people maybe go through that. Do other people feel the same way? Do you have goals that other people don't know about? You know, I have a dream of still being on stage as a dancer. And I know in my heart um, that that may never come to pass because I haven't been a professional dancer in forever. And I haven't been able to dance the way I used to in a long time. And yet I will always consider myself a dancer. And now that I've had surgery, (laughs) you know, the likelihood of that is, is nil. And yet that dream is still there in some way, shape or form. The thing I love about dreams though, is if they're still in your heart, they still mean something and you should still be trying to find a way to fulfill them every day. If they have not left you, they are a part of you. I have had the same dream since I was 12 and it's being on stage and it's uh, presenting at the Oscars. It's being at the Oscars. Um, And I see myself presenting an award to someone, but I also see myself um, on the Oscars dancing. And that's such a weird dream. I've had that since I was 12, since I was 12 years old, I've had that dream. It's not even getting an Oscar. (laughs) It's the weird thing. I just assume that's going to (laughs) happen. You know what I mean? Um, And yet, why is that dream in my head? Why is it there? It's been there forever. I think it's going to manifest itself in a very different way because I don't understand how it's going to happen, but it has never, ever left me. And I'm not 20 anymore, you know? But I think that's kind of the cooler part. I think that's kind of the part that makes it so fascinating. Like, it's just going to happen because this is what's next. Now, it's been next for a long, 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 long time, but it feels like it's a part of me. And so how do you make that happen? So today I wrote this whole thing out about forget the money part which is so easy to say and really hard to do, but just for the focus of right now in this moment, as I'm speaking to you, or as I was writing this, I was like, just just forget about the money part for a moment. What would you be doing today in this, right here in this moment, if you had everything you needed, everything you wanted, what would you do today if you had everything in front of you? And I wrote it out. I wrote it out. I would be working on the outline of my next book. I would be taking a call from my business manager to figure out if we could do the next speaking event um, that has been offered to me um, at a school in New York or Boston. Um, I would be working on hiring a script writer to transform my first book into a script uh, because a movie studio is interested and I'm not a script writer, 
I would be finishing the outline of my third book, which has nothing to do with my first two books. It's a very different um, book, but I'd be finishing that outline because I'd want to present it to um, my literary agents, the ones that I don't have (laughs) in this moment, what I would be doing, you know, but nothing I said there would have anything to do with looking for new clients, jumping on LinkedIn and trying to network to find new clients, being on social media and trying to push myself and learn and figure out ways to get a new client to so that I can then pay my bills. You know what I mean? Like, it's so interesting, right? Um, nothing of what I wrote this morning had anything to do with trying to find money to make ends meet in the next couple months. Isn't that fascinating? And so it's kind of that chicken before the egg thing. Like, should I just focus on what I really want to be doing? Because if I focus just on that, will I then actually find everything I need and the money will come? Or do I risk it? You know what I mean? And end up having to borrow money or, you know, use money on my credit card or a credit line or whatever, because I spent the next two months focusing on stuff that isn't generating money. It's such a hard thing to do. And I know everyone out there would be saying, yeah, focus on who you really want to be and what you really want to do and what's in your heart. And people say that all the time. I think it's easy to say that when you're in a financial place of security, right? Take the leap, jump with both feet. You know, the problem is, is when you've done that so many times and you've ended up struggling really hard and in a bad place, it's hard to keep taking those leaps, right? It just is. And people forget that. This is what I I hate about motivational speakers and inspirational people. And not, I mean, I love inspirational people, but you know, people who do this work after they become successful, they're trying to motivate you to move forward. And it's so easy once you've gotten there to then preach to people. But how do you on your own turn around and motivate yourself? Anyways, how do you get through the really hard parts? That's a struggle I'm in right now, right? Do I take the next two months and just finish my two books? You know, try to find that business manager, that agent, try to figure out how I can get back in with that production, huge production company that was interested in me, even though during COVID they didn't respond to me at all or whatever, even though we had those meetings set up and we were talking and there was all this possibility. How do I hire an editor? How do I hire a screenwriter um, without really having all that funding to do it? I don't know what the answers are, but here's what I do know. I can't keep doing the same things I've been doing and expecting to have a different outcome, right? That's playing on the quotes of uh, what Einstein once said, and I, I don't remember his quote off the top of my head, but it's something like, I really don't know what the quote is, but basically doing the same thing over and over again um, and expecting a different outcome is 
the definition of insanity, which is kind of logical, right? It makes complete sense. If, if, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're crazy, <laughs> you know? And I do know this, the things that I have done in my life, even though they were for survival reasons, right? For example, when I graduated from college, I moved clear across the country to California from Vermont, from Boston, the East Coast, Boston, because I was never going to go back home. Because home, although I love Boston, I will always be from Boston. I will always be a girl from Boston. Boston and all the people there, the people I grew up with, the people, not all of them, but it was toxic for me. It was a toxic place for me. And the thing that I learned when I went to college was how toxic home was for me. And it was not helping me grow. It was keeping me down. And that is really all I learned about going to college. And it was significant. It was amazing. And it was important for me. And it was the reason why I was able to move clear across the country without hesitance without a thought. And I knew nobody. I didn't know anyone here. I had $800 in my pocket and a round trip ticket home. That's all I had. But I leaped with both feet. It was hard. When I got here, it wasn't easy, right? That's what my second book is about, actually. Um, it's the continuation of my first book, Canela, but it is my first book. The name of the first book is, people say Canela, but it is Canela, right? but it's C-A-N-E-L-A. So the second book that I'm writing is the continuation of that first book, but it's when I come to Los Angeles not knowing anyone. And I leapt, I just jumped with both feet, you know? And even though that was a survival thing for me, there was no preoccupation or thought process with what was going to happen next. Cause I didn't know. All I knew was that this is something I had to do. It was in my soul and in my heart. And I knew that I had to do it. Oh my God. I just answered my own question. <laughs> oh, I love when that happens. Um, it is in my heart and in my soul that I am going to accomplish these things. I have to write my second and third book. I need to be working in the industry I love so much. And I need to be a creative person because that's who I've always been. And I have to leap. I cannot believe as I'm doing this, I am answering my own question, but that is kind of what's happening right now to me. So let me share it again if it wasn't clear. And I'm kind of just saying this to myself, but just to wrap this up in a way, in order to move forward in anything that I do, I need to take the leap. I need to stop trying to be safe. And safe for me is always trying to make sure that I have what I need for the following months, you know? And I'm always working in that kind of paycheck to paycheck livelihood, but this is not working for me. This is not moving me forward anymore. If anything, every job and every client I've taken for safety measures. And even though I've done a great job for them and I've worked for them, I have been miserable because they take up all of my energy, all of my time and all of my creativeness. And it's not working for me anymore. And the best times of my life, the best things that have ever happened to me have always been when I've taken a risk and when I've jumped 
Have I failed a lot? Sure. But I never see it as failure. Actually, I, I, I let me revise that. I Because I don't regret those. And I've learned something about myself. You know, I've I become a better person every time I fall and get myself back up and brush myself off and put Band-Aids on all my wounds. Because, honey, when I fall, I fall. I fall deeply, okay? <laughs> I'm, I don't... I didn't, I don't just fall with a little scratch. I fall like deeply. (laughs) (laughs) But even those moments, even though in the moment I am miserable about it and sad and humiliated (laughs) and feel like a loser, the truth is, I learned so much about who I am. And so I don't have regrets when I leap. I have regrets every time I take on a client that I have to work for and do their financial crap or their bookkeeping or hire them people or help them fix their offices or help them get organized or blah, blah, blah. Those are the times I'm the most miserable. Okay, so this is kind of a weird thing that just happened here. I am doing what I usually do in my journal. I am convincing myself to leap, even though it's going to be scary. So you know what? Maybe that's what I'm going to do. I am going to move forward today and not do what I do every day, which is looking for more clients, looking for more work. Instead, I am going to do the work I know I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to do that today. I'm going to work on to leap. Because here's the thing, even when I leap, this is something I think is kind of funny. Everyone um, who knows me back in the day, they're always, you know, because everyone sees your life very differently than you do, right? Because you're walking in it. So you don't think it's a big deal. (laughs) But if I go back and talk to people from where I uh, grew up and stuff or whatever, high school or grammar school, whatever. People always think like, oh my God, I don't know how you did that. You're so brave, such courage. I'm like, Like, I came out to California not knowing anybody, but I knew I had prepared to do that, right? It's not like I woke up one morning and was like, I'm just going to move to California. I came up with a plan and yes, I did it on my own or whatever, but I had a plan because I knew in my heart that was all Oh my God, I'm having light bulb moments. But that was all I could do. That was what was next for me. And so that's what I need to do right now. I need to just come up with the plan, stick to it and do it. And I need to stop wavering. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. And I'll keep you all posted on how it turns out. I think that's what's gonna happen next. Nope, that's what I know is gonna happen next. So I'm gonna try to be motivating from a place of not being there yet. (laughs) That doesn't even make any sense. But I'm not going to be someone who is fully successful in what I want to do and then tell you how I got there. We're going to go along for the ride together here. We're going to do this together because that's where I'm at. It's all I've got. I got nothing else right now. So yeah, look at, thank you for stopping by. And remember, it's all about the joy. Even in this moment where I'm sounding a little out of it a bit, I'm actually pretty joyous right now because I feel inspired by the possibility of ultimately doing what I've always wanted to do with my life. 
And hopefully you will go along with me and figure out how you can get to where you're going. And I'm going to talk about all the steps I'm taking as I go along to the best of my ability. So it's all about the joy. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for stopping by All About the Joy. Be better and stay beautiful, folks. Have a sweet day.